Welcome to What Are You Playing, where we tell you the titles we're working through. Be they old or be they new, listen, learn, and ask a question or two. I am Yoko, and I have been awake since 2.30, but no Johns. I am Super, and I had something very unlucky happen. You did, yes. <sighs> That's $100 I'm not going to see again. So, so how are you going to resolve? Well, explain what it is that happened and how are you going to resolve that? Because I think we'll try to post the picture in our show notes because that's, yeah. that's unfortunate. Um, so I was walking around the uh, Grand Traverse Mall and I picked up a new game, Kid Icarus Uprising. Good game. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I'm going to really enjoy this. And so we're walking around, you know. Finally get home at the end of the night. We had a big bachelor party. Uh, went to Hooters. Went to a strip club. Uh, the usual. Yeah, it was a bachelor party. Yeah. And uh, got home. Take out my 3DS. Open it up. Well, that's new. That's bad. Yeah. yeah. Large crack in the screen. Big old inky splotch right there. I'd say the inky, the inky splotch looked like lips. I don't know if you had one of those know, strippers right? kind of get up on it, you know. Honestly, I'm thinking that maybe that's how it cracked, but I don't know. It was in my pocket. Hmm. Lap dance. <laughs> hey, I'm not the one who paid for it. There you go. <laughs> well, you'll hopefully get that resolved, I hope. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, we'll try to share yeah. that picture in our show notes. So I have already done the repair, uh, paperwork now oh, good. Just waiting oh, good. for my shipping label. I don't have a printer. Oh. Hmm. Well, <laughs> anyway. I don't have the software for a printer. Right. Well, that tangent aside, who, uh, what are you playing here? It's it's part of the Show Me Your News Network at showmeyournews.com, and this is episode 17 of the podcast on May 5th, 2013. Tony has Johns today. He is sick, and he has work later, so he's got to get more sleep, because he didn't get sleep. I don't have work today. I can be here to talk with you, Super, and our guest today uh, from Down the Sidelines, the sports podcast that I also co-host, part of the Show Me Your News Network. Please welcome Joel. How you doing? Great. It only um, feels like a couple days ago that we last spoke to each other. Uh, yeah, I think it was Thursday. <laughs> yes, it was. Um, but, uh, you know, Super, I was thinking... While you're telling that story, um, like, what if you had to explain to Nintendo, like, why exactly <laughs> it was? Broken? I was thinking about that. It's just like, but like, it wasn't really in the way of anything. <laughs> and to be honest, it, she was really small. Oh, okay. So I don't think that had anything to do with anything. I think, like, I honestly feel like this was a factory defect. The screen mm-hmm. was just not put in right or something. Cause, That's like, what it was. Yeah, I don't know. Honestly, I'm just like, I'm a little miffed that it's going to cost me so much money to repair this. Like, I'm under warranty, and I just use the 3DS as it's meant to be used for street passes. This is how they expect it to be used. So if it can't handle being in a pocket, what the hell? Well, Well, that would have been pretty sweet if you got a few street passes in the strip club. (laughs) That would have been funny. No, the only one I got was the uh, guy from GameStop. Hmm. Well, here's another question for you. I mean, this is this is a big thing. It's you know sent you back and the, mm-hmm. 3ds, the Pikachu 3ds. Yeah, you guys got. Are you going to get a Pikachu model in return? 
Um, I don't know. I think they're going to just take out the screen and replace it. That would be nice. Um, I don't think they can really get away with it, like replacing the system, mm. unless they just have a couple of those, you know, sitting by. Yeah. Because when I sent it to Nintendo, I had to get a whole new system, basically. I mean, it was the same color and all, but that was back when it was, you know, the normal 3DS and it was blue and all that. Well, you know, I'm just thinking to myself, is it really going to matter that much to take a faceplate off and put the new one on? Not really. Yeah. So I'll be really, really miffed if I get something back that's not the Pikachu one. Yeah, understandably so. Are those in, like, limited supply? There is only 7,000 made. Okay. Yeah, so... Well, like I wasn't sure if, like... So, you would definitely want that one instead of, like, one of the newer models in the future that are coming out, like, uh... The little Ouija one, or the... No, I definitely want this one. Okay. Now, if they came out with a Mario one... But, you know, <laughs> I... No, I, I looked at the Luigi one, and I looked at the Animal Crossing one, and the first thing that came to mind was, wow, that's ugly as all balls. That's what I thought, too, but... That's why I'm I'm happy with my my blue one. Now, if I could, I wouldn't mind if they handed me the European silver and black model. That is a nice one too. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why the U.S. doesn't have them. I don't know why the U.S. has you know doesn't have a lot of things. Yeah. Well, anyway, you've obviously been playing some 3DS games. So what else have you been playing? Uh, well, I've. I, I played some Left 4 Dead 2 recently. Oh, yeah? I'm awful! <laughs> I am legitimately one of the worst players at Left 4 Dead. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know the angles. I just grab myself the tactical shotgun and be like, Look at me! I'm being awesome! And as soon as, like, like, all the FPS things I can do, but all the, like, specific things for Left 4 Dead series, I'm just... You're better off with an AI. <laughs> like, literally, you better off because, like, my entire team was down and the other team was celebrating. And then the AI killed them all, got us back up, and we <laughs> ran for the safe house. Oh, jeez. That was just so funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then we still ended up losing, though, in the end, because, like, I, uh, we walked outside the safe room on the final map. And one of us got hit by a charger right off the bat. Just ouch! <laughs> just walked right out the door and just boom down the really long hallway. <laughs> and we're just like, "See ya." <laughs> None of us had a gun that could really hit him from that range. So like we hit him a couple of times, but he took a lot of damage. So as soon as he got up, the uh, boomer turned the corner and exploded. <laughs> so three people were covered in bile. Finally, like, just me and the other guy, we just took off for the one elevator so we could even just start the mission proper. And as soon as the elevator hit the ground, another charger came and took me <laughs> out. And just before he could save him, the, the other guy had a smoker around his neck. <laughs> We're just like, well, that's that's about right. GG. <laughs> just, we were like just the A-team. <laughs> we were ended pretty quick. And the sad thing is, we lost all morale when they took out our AI. <laughs> we are like, no, she was our best guy. <laughs> and she wasn't even a real person. <laughs> uh, and that was, that was the awful part. But uh, outside of that, uh, I played Star- a lot of Star Fox 64 3D. 
mm. on 3DS. And I'm still freaking awesome. So you play, you said, you. I think before you said you play that with like your friends, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does uh, that work all, does that work all right? Oh, yeah. Um, two of my friends have played with me so far. We haven't played all together yet, but, uh, and obviously I won't for the next two weeks or so, but. Like their little faces show up on the screen, like. I turned that off. Oh, okay. <laughs> we had, we had, I did one like that, and it was like, that's, that's distracting, because I'll get out. <laughs> I'm going to shoot you while you make weird faces at me. <laughs> but that's part of the fun. Yeah. And then it takes the, uh, winner's picture and, you know. I was looking at it and they didn't take my picture right, so I just had my like the bottom half or the top half of my nose and my eyes. <laughs> so it just looks like I'm just creeping. See, I thought you were the gonna winter. say it's like I thought you were gonna say they just shot up shot up my nostril. You know, yeah. no big deal. And uh, no, it's just like it just looked like like you just lost to someone creeping on their 3ds. <laughs> And they play like a sound effect that has like deep, heavy breathing. Mm-hmm. If, it could, if I could do that, it's like that makes me sad because like I would that that seems like a great feature for online. So you Wait, can, you can't you can't do that with randoms, can you? Like, no, there's no there's no online. That would be creepy. It'd be creepy, yeah. but it's kind of funny. It's too. like that fifty year old dude. <laughs> I mean, there'd be a lot of. Shots, I'm sure. Of yes. <laughs> certain shots. You just know how you play. Why is it all the way down there? <laughs> this is my no, our way. <laughs> you can't play with that. <laughs> well, yes, you can, but it's another flop, flop, flop. Another time. Oh, <laughs> uh, that just made me immediately think of Mega Man X and Ego Raptor. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I don't see any difference between the 3DS mode and the uh, classic mode. Hmm. I, I still The 3DS have... one using the gyro? No, it's like when you start a new game, it says, do you want to play in classic N64 mode, or do you want to play in 3DS mode? I'm like, I guess I'll try 3DS mode. And it's like, do you want to turn gyro controls on? I'm like, no. Yeah, that's like the worst idea <laughs> yeah so i went through the game in 3ds mode and then you know i just immediately started a new game and went through it in n64 mode and and there was no discernible difference as far as i noticed yeah, probably the main thing was the gyro mode but since you turned that off no i i don't i don't think so i think there might have been more enemies but mm. eh, maybe or less enemies or something like that but yeah, I'm still sure. no no online for the multiplayer. I think it still is a huge oversight for that game. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a literal travesty because you can't even like you can't even play with your friends. Yeah. No, I mean, there's the no online component, but then there's the I can't play with my friends, mm-hmm. and like my friends all live you know either across town or thirty minutes plus yeah. away from me. So like. I can't get them together to play this game. And it's the same damn thing with you know Mario Brothers. Like, put an online thing. It's okay if it's friends only. I don't care, but I want the option to play with friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that that like or, like I was thinking about it like that original Super Mario Brothers game would be like awesome. 
Definitely. like playing with each other online. Like, like I'm not even asking for Mario Party. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not even asking for that. Well, that's the next thing. Do you think that you know Mario Party 3DS that's upcoming? You think they're gonna forget online? I mean, chances are likely that they're going to there, miss it. I think there was only like one or two games or something where they added online like really late. Mm-hmm. Like, and they didn't tell anyone about it. And I think it was like, it was one of the Mario ga- It was like one of the Mario uh, tennis or or something. Yeah, yeah, that sounds right. Like, the, it was really late. Like, and no one knew about it. But I don't think that's going to happen yeah. for some reason. I don't I don't see Mario Party D at 3DS getting an online component because Nintendo's going to be like, should we do it? And they'll be like, no, because of the turns and the stuff like that and latency. And if it did, because it would of sell the kids. so well. Oh my gosh, how well would it sell if it did? Jeez, I can't even think about it. I don't know. Yeah, you got to think from a business perspective. I guess they're not for that. They don't care about that. What else have you been playing? Uh, played some Project M recently. I swear every time I come to that game after not playing for a while, I'm significantly better. Hmm. And then the more I play, the worse I get. See, I played some Project M too. Uh, for a project I'll explain during my section. But then I went back to Brawl. Uh, for kind of the same reason to think heartbreaking. Like, well, should it should it should this project be for Brawl? Oh my no. God, it's terrible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean. Project M, obviously, you know, it's right now the definitive Smash game. It's It has people working on it, which you can't say about the other two, so it's going to get better. Uh, you know, more updates to come. And yeah, just going back to Brawl, for someone who prefers Brawl over Melee, it's it's awful. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. the, the switch back. So, um, yeah, this project I'll talk about later is going to be Project M exclusive and... Uh, yeah, how about we cater it to a game that people are playing as opposed to one that you know they've kind of forgotten about? Mm-hmm. I mean, you can add it to your Brawl Pack, but it, the stages aren't going to be playing the right songs and stuff. Exactly. <clears throat> so, mm-hmm. uh, Other games I've been playing are... I just started Kid, Kid Icarus Uprising. Mm-hmm. Like, the inky blotch on my screen notwithstanding, uh, I can still play somewhat well... Uh, yeah, that, that's a game that's kind of important to see the whole thing. I mean, it's I mean, not, you know, essential, but for you your see, success. The, the ink, yeah, the inky splotches, they aren't completely black. There's, like, little holes everywhere that you can actually kind oh, of really? see through. <laughs> so you can see little little bits of what's going on in that area. Yeah. So I'm just kind of like, all right, I, I can kind of play through this. And the controls are a little weird. I had to buy the game used because I can't find it for... I can't find it new anywhere around here. So you don't have the stand that no. came with it? Hmm. No. Uh, I could. I went. I had. I could. I had the choice between the stand or the case, and I'm like, I'd rather have the case, honestly. Yeah. And and I, I'm, I'm gonna stand by that posi- that position. Um. Yeah, it's fairly fun so far, and I've enjoyed it for what little I've played, obviously. I was a little crushed about the screen being broken. That of course, I was kind of like, you know what? I'm just going to go to bed tonight and deal with this later. Always a good solution. Yeah. <laughs> go to bed angry, everybody. The best solution. <laughs> no, I was so tired that I didn't even care anymore. Uh, but what I spent the majority of the last month playing would be Fire Emblem Awakening. Yes. And clear front runner for my favorite game of the year 
it really appeals to everything that I enjoy about ga- games. Uh, it's difficult, but it's hugely strategy-based. And being my introduction to the Fire Emblem series, um, God, this game is smart. Not giving you the casual thing, because I still haven't tried Classic. Hmm. But uh, I do want to get into at least playing normal Classic. Right. Did you go on uh, the easiest and casual, or...? Yeah, just because that was my intro to this series. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I had not played anything that really resembled Fire Emblem to this point. I played Final Fantasy Tactics Advance, but that was quite different as well. Yeah. Um, and that, so it's like, normally I like to go in, you know, I'm going to go in hard and going to try really hard. Right. Rah, rah, rah. Uh, well, like, yeah, when... I have no idea what to do and what to make of this game. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. I'm going to put in, you know, I'm going to put in the the hand in the shower, foot in the pool. Well, I mean, American, the American easy version or easy level is <laughs> the Japanese normal. Apparently, in Jap for Japanese, it goes normal, hard, expert, or insane, or whatever the top level is. So our easiest difficulty is there normal. So it's still challenging, which so, is wait, probably we lost, our, hmm? we lost our easiest difficulty or. Our game. easiest difficulty Our easiest is just thing. normal over there. Okay, yeah, all right. So it's kind of dumbed down in a verbiage sense, but nothing so, else. So while we have normal, hard, and lunatic, or whatever it is, they just have easy, normal, hard. Is that what it is? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think so. Something like Okay, it, so they just call it differently. Yeah, and like then, like you know, when they get the DLC, theirs is, you know, show like <laughs> I don't know if you guys saw that, but theirs is like showing the, the whatever the girl's wearing, and ours oh, is covering yeah, up whatever. The car shot, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it, it, I oh, think yeah. it makes it look worse myself. Yeah. Because it almost looks like they're just covering up her wearing nothing. But... Yes. Oh yeah, I saw I saw that one image. I'm like, huh. Yeah, okay. but all the, all the other images, like, those are fine. <laughs> exactly. It's just the booty shot. Oh. Booty, booty, booty. Rocking in a way. Now, Fire Emblem, it's a great game, and starting you off, it's, it, I want to say this is a spoiler, but it's really not because it happens in the first chapter of the game. Yeah. Um, character named Marth shows up. Yes. And I'm just like, Huh. Considering that in your entire American audience has either played the Fire Emblem on the Wii or mm-hmm. played it through Smash Bros, this is an extremely smart decision. Yeah. But you also think, you're not Marth. Well, you know, when, I, in the, when they come into the scene the way they do, you're like, oh, huh. So I guess time travel's a thing, maybe? Why wear a mask? Anyway, that's that is well, yeah. yeah the whole sto- like the whole story kind of thing with how that works is really like it's kind of interesting just because it's like this is a Marth based on a Marth that's based on a Marth. Yes, <laughs> like that's how it works. Yeah. Uh, not getting into spoilers, there is a story behind it, and the Marth is quite very inter- is an interesting character. Mm-hmm. But uh, I just thought that was really smart because they look like Marth. They had the same kind of hair, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, yeah. It definitely like, gets people. They're like, oh, I know who that is. And then they're like, wait, I don't know who that is. 
It's like, <laughs> like it's like I know who Marth is. I want to know more about this character that you know I played in Smash forever and a day. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was really entertaining. Uh, yeah, and like through the DLC stuff, you can get like other characters that people kind of know yep, yep, and stuff. Uh, there's also the bonus box, and you can get proper Marth on your team. Mm-hmm. You can get how Prince much, Marth and King Marth. How much did you beat? Uh, I beat it. Okay. And I've already started uh, hard, casual. I'm not waking my way up to classic just yet. Mm-hmm. Like, I know I can wait, work through classic, but I'm just like, I don't want to spend an hour on every battle. Yeah. Going, you know, judging, you know, everyone's move. Looking oh, at no, he defense. died. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to judge every single move with unending scrutiny. I can, but I don't want to. Now, I'm just asking questions that I know people who've played Fire Emblem would want to ask. Um, what was some of your romantic pairings? Um, the first one, I was just kind of pairing people, you know, they got married because I tended to pair these two together because they worked really well together. Mm-hmm. They got paired up because that's what they were on the battlefield. Such as? So, uh, Donald and Lissa. Donald is a paralogue character. Lissa is the daughter of the main story character. Oh, I, I, I played some of it. I'm familiar with the characters. <laughs> I'm saying it for everyone. Right. <laughs> for all those folks at home, uh, I married. I nearly married off the main character and or the the my unit character and Anna the merchant. Ah. Uh. But I, I I decided against it because like. <laughs> Through their support conversations, I was getting less and less. I started liking this character less and less. Oh, really? Yeah, Anna the Merchant. I just did not like her as a character, so I'm just kind of like, yeah, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and uh, not. Who did you end up marrying then? uh, About this time, I discovered old Hubba. So I started having fun with that, and I ended up marrying off the main character with Pan. Okay. Which was actually kind of amusing. Hmm. And kind of enjoyed the uh, interaction between some other characters as a result of, the, of that. Uh, married off Krom with uh, Sumia. Yeah. Pegasus Night Girl. It seems pretty canon. Yeah. But, uh, and Sully with Kellum. Hmm, yeah. Interesting. Uh, the, yeah, uh, he worked really well for her because when paired up, his defense for her just goes skyrocketing. Hmm. So she becomes very hard to kill, like early on. Otherwise, she's a lot easier to kill. Yeah. So having them around was just amazing. <laughs> uh, but this time, I have been an absolute troll. Oh, oh. That can only. <laughs> I looked at these S ranks. Well. Yeah, I looked at these S ranks. I'm like, they can date them. Oh my. <laughs> George Takei. Oh mm-hmm. my. So I ran with Rickon, the boy mage, mm-hmm. and Pan. Okay. <laughs> uh, Vike, the oaf, and all around just kind of like. Frat boy Elmo's yes, character. Yes. Maribel. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the, this the high, high society parasol wearing wearing yeah. 
She just new... can't resist that charm. Mm-hmm. Uh, this time I ran with a uh, female my unit. Okay, yeah. Um, that one was actually strictly because I wanted to see how powerful I could make the uh, some other characters that show up later on. Mm-hmm. And that worked out pretty well because I married her off to uh, Krom. Okay. And I married Sumia with uh, Gaius, hmm. a thief character that I did not realize <laughs> could join your party <laughs> at the time. So in my first run, I just absolutely killed him. <laughs> and when he had when I killed him right off the bat in the in the mission where you can recruit him, I was just kind of like, "That's an odd death animation for just a dude I killed." <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> yeah. Uh, by the time I got to Tharja, and she said something, I'm like, "You know, maybe there's something to this." A pattern, as it were. <laughs> yeah. So like, I ran over with Krom and started talking. I'm like, oh, 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 I killed that one guy who probably shouldn't have yeah well i mean they did a pretty good job of making him look like a thief i just thought he was just another guy (laughs) didn't really think much about it now he was dead forever i'm glad you enjoy it because it didn't it did seem like a game that was kind of up your alley with the difficulty and strategy it's it's just so not for me and i really wanted it to be for me I wanted to like see the, all the social interactions and all that, but I just could not get past the strategy RPG aspect. Of was it. it like difficult for you, or just not really? Um, I got to like chapter five or six, and it became a blend of difficult and not appealing anymore. Mm, see, I didn't have that much of an issue, but like, I know that would be hugely an issue in like hard mode or something like that. Mm. But I tended to uh, spawn bonus box teams and Risen mm-hmm. that appear on the map at yeah. that point in the game because and fight them just to raise my supports. Okay, yeah. And in doing so, you get experience. Mm-hmm. So, like, and that was not... I was not grinding for experience. I was grinding more for supports at that point. Yep. Just so I could read the conversations and such. And that that part was interesting with you know the yeah. supports and the going the social links yeah. the social links yeah those were a lot of fun so that's what I started doing for a little while mm-hmm. and that kind of has gotten me to the point where I can raffle stomp the entire competition and story mm. because I just want I was just working on social links for so long that I kind of forgot about going on with the story yeah see I tried to do the DLC but when I played it it was still pretty early with the game so it was. I think it was oh, which DLC was it? Was the one with all the different enemies that were the different levels, and it's just like I'm sitting here at like level six, level seven, mm-hmm. and though there are some level ones, there are some like level fives, and at the end there's like level twenty characters. I'm like eh, not doing that. Did, was that the gold one? I think so. Yeah. You can just run them by, let them run by. They won't attack you. Just beat the small ones, and then when they leave the map, you just have the gold that you won. Hmm. Yeah. So it's pretty good training. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'll eventually come back to it, but I I can't deny it. It was was a really good game. It's Mm -hmm. just it was not for me, and it's going to be some good competition at the end of the year with that, Bioshock Infinite, uh, Watch Dogs is probably going to be up there, Last of Us, maybe GTA V. 
I think those are your front runners right now for Game of uh, the Year. I do want to make one mention, and I mentioned this before. While this is my favorite game that I've played so far, it's not my Game of the Year contender. You think it's Luigi's Mansion? Yes. Um, I really enjoyed Luigi's Mansion, and in the end, I just thought about it for a while. I'm just like, the fact that you really can't get into it yourself means that it's not really an all-encompassing game. It can't be a game that everyone can play. Mm, interesting. And I feel, and I feel like that's an important part of a game of the year. Yeah. Is that it's a game of the year. You pick it up, you play it, and you're going to enjoy this game. And Luigi's Mansion is fairly easy to pick up. It doesn't have a variable difficulty, and it can get brutally difficult at the end. But at that point, you've played all the way through. You've developed the skills needed. Right. And while it can be difficult, I do find the game just to be easy, a pick-up-and-play kind of thing. I mean, I love the mission structure. I mean, I have a half-an-hour ride to a bus, uh, on the bus to the college. So that does help, yeah. I just pop up a mission. It runs me through real quick. By the end of it, I close the 3DS and head off to class. So you're glad you made the purchase of the system. <laughs> yeah, for as long as it lasted. <laughs> <laughs> right. And you know, Ghost Dog. Yeah. Ghost Dog. Ghost Doggy. Oh, okay. Luigi <laughs> time. Yeah, I hear that, like, because I've only played a little bit of Luigi's Mansion, too, and I hear that, like, Luigi's just great. Oh, yeah. In it. There's a, there's a scene in the fourth mansion that is just gold every time I see it. Hmm. I I just can't stop laughing. It's such an endearing scene for Luigi. Hmm. Now he's thinking with portals. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else you've been playing? No, that pretty much wraps it up. Uh, I haven't beaten... I haven't really continued because once I picked up Fire Emblem that kind of controlled all my time. Right. Uh... So I haven't finished Legend of Zelda 1, I haven't finished Link's Awakening, and I haven't finished Castlevania. I'm at Dra- I'm at Dracula, I'm at World 8, I'm at, well, I think, World 7 and Legend of Zelda. They're all light game, but I kind of picked up a different game and started playing that. Hmm. Whoops. Alright, Joel, how about you? What have you been playing? Well, you know, you know, it's like, for that, there was that period, was it like, I don't know, January to like, the start of March or whatever, we just weren't getting any games. Right. And now, like, now, especially the virtual console out, like... You're talking about um, Wii U specifically, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, um, yeah. There's mm-hmm. just so much more to do, like, so much more to play. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then, what, like, this, this month we get like five or six like, really big games that come out. Like, I think, like, two of them are on the virtual console. And, uh, like, I'm really excited about the or the seasons and ages. Oh, yeah, at the oh, end of man. the month. Because yeah. I'm, I, like, I had that, like, the original one, and I love those games. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm definitely going to get that. And then I never actually got to play all the way through um, the Donkey Kong game. And so I'm excited. I'm going to get that for oh. yes. Oh, yeah. Donkey Kong Country Returns, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, um, so, basically, like, there's one game that's, like, been taking up the majority of my time. I just, like, looked on my Wii U, and it's uh, at uh, 287 hours and 43 minutes. Oh, my God. Oh, dear. Of my time. 
Um, that's Monster Hunter um, 3 Ultimate. Um, I I never really like played any Monster Hunter games until uh, the Wii came out, and I played Try. Yeah. Um, and I really liked it a lot. Um, you know, it's very grindy, um, but it's not like a uh, regular RPG. It's kind of like an action RPG in a way, mm-hmm. but you don't level up or anything. It's just kind of, and there's really, I mean, you know, there's like a single player mode and everything, but there's not really too much to the story either. So, I mean, that might turn a lot of people off right away, but, um, I don't know. I enjoy it. I just like fighting big monsters with weapons. <laughs> so And getting gear and then grind yeah. some more and get more gear. I mean, that's, that's basically the philosophy behind it, and it's like every time you do so, you're kind of rolling a dice to get whatever part you need. And uh, So it's all chance? or Yeah. I mean, well, it's just that there's percentages to get certain parts to make things. So you, it might take you two times to kill a monster to get something. Or it might take you ten times to kill one to get something. Um, but I don't know. I mean, like, the way that the, con- the controls are, uh, I'd say, difficult to learn. Um, you know, for the longest time, these games never even came out over here. So they were kind of Japan exclusive. Yep. And I, I really compare compared to like Dark Souls, Demon Souls, hmm. those games, especially difficulty level. <laughs> what really? Um, yes. Um, when you get to like the the end game parts of the games, it's very difficult. Like one hit KO, <laughs> like hmm. not even joking. Hmm. So, um, and re- I mean, it's kind of funny that you know that. Because that's how a lot of a lot of people compare them to those games. Because a lot of those people play both those kind of games. Interesting. Um, I've never heard that comparison ever. That's really interesting. Yeah, I mean, like, just because from what, like, I played both those games, and really, there's nothing else that like I compare. Like, I mean, maybe if you you could say like Fancy Star Online, like those games are just kind of similar in the gameplay style, mm-hmm. um, except in those games you actually do level up. Um, I don't know, but I, I really like it. And the reason, the other reason I've been playing so much is because um, I got it for 3DS and for Wii U. Uh, so yes. that's one thing I wanted to talk about because it's the first game that I've had this situation where you can transfer your save data in between games. And, I mean, it works flawlessly. Yep. Really well. Um, it's nice because, especially in one of those kind of games where you grind a lot, like... I mean, I hope they do this for, like, uh, if they have RPGs that are on both systems or whatever. Um, you know, you can get a lot of time in, you know, on the go. Mm-hmm. And um, the 3DS version doesn't have online capability unless you use this special relay tool, but you have to have a Wii U anyways. So it's mm. kind of weird. <laughs> I guess uh, Capcom could not work with uh, what they had like uh whatever the framework was they couldn't figure out how to do the online on the 3ds that's really peculiar so that is one of the reasons that they ported it to wii u interesting thing is um it runs perfectly on a 3ds um on the wii u when you get into some of the larger areas you can notice there's a slowdown i mean there's lag it it looks awful at some at some points. I mean, and it's HD in some parts. Some parts it's not. You can mm-hmm. tell. Um, and that's mainly just because it's a port. Um, but really, it runs so well on the 3DS. I like. I almost prefer playing it on there. Um, I don't bigger. have a 3DS XL. 
so you know it's a little harder to see and everything mm-hmm. but um this is another one of those games where dual analog is really helps a lot mm-hmm. um the nice thing they did is that they mapped the screen um so that you can uh add an analog analog stick on like a digital analog stick hmm Hmm. On the screen, which is nice because I don't want to go buy one of those attachments. Right, you know? the circle pad, yeah. And the other thing is, like, especially if I had a 3D XL, apparently they're finally releasing the that attachment for that. Yes, they I can't are. even imagine how big it is. <laughs> like, Maybe as big as a Wii U tablet. <laughs> 3DS yeah. XXXL. Um, bam, the other nice bam, thing bam. that I like that you know Capcom and Nintendo did with this is that they I don't want to go buy one of those really expensive pro controllers for the Wii U just because besides that game I don't really have any many that use it yet. Yeah. And that was going to be still, my question for you is if you yeah have that they're, they're still like kind of expensive you know so you can play on the gamepad. Um, they had an update recently where you can play off TV. Yep, that's um, important. You can actually just run the sound through it or run the sound and audio through it. So you can run the sound and audio through there on the screen, not playing on the gamepad, and then use a different controller on the thing. Like, Which is interesting for me because the way that I have my setup in here is like it's attached to the, the computer. So that works perfectly for what I want to do if I want to have multiple things going at once. Right. Um, but I like that you can use the Wii controller. And then attach that to the the Wii Pro controller. Hmm. Because that's what I used for the last game. Because it came with the last game. And that works perfectly. So I don't have to go up and buy another controller. That's nice. So I like how they did that. It's Um, just it it uses battery quicker. Whereas you had the lithium-ion battery. I mean, I I have rechargeable batteries. I don't really care. But Hmm. um, I don't know. I'm, you know, overall, like, I mean, I really don't know, like... uh, how many people like that kind of game would attract um, because, you know, a lot of people play the games for the story and everything. Um, I, I feel like this is one of those games where that doesn't even really matter just because of the way that the play style is. I, I, I kind of feel like the way that they set up the like tutorial kind of at the beginning, it, they probably could have done it better because mm. they don't have you immediately fighting any monsters. You're, you're gathering things at the beginning. I think that could turn a lot of people off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, if you want to try it out, I still don't think it's the best representation, but in the uh, eShop, there's a demo where you can play. I think you can fight against two monsters. Um, yeah, so um, that's out there if anybody's interested in trying it out. Um, Although I will say that playing that demo turned me off from the game yeah. completely. I mean, the way that they have that set up is that they're, I think they already put you in like like higher level gear. And then you're fighting against like some higher level monsters, or one's easier, one's harder. Yeah, um, um, I didn't know what the hell I was doing. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they really don't. They don't even explain the controls or anything like that. So it's kind of a bad idea for a demo. Yeah, but I mean, I was you just know, running around for roughly a little while, found the enemy, and then took the next half an hour to kill it. I yeah, and they, they it, don't give it, you like, it. like twenty or thirty minutes, right? They don't even give you that yeah. long. Um, I don't remember how long it took me, but I'm just like, I'm hitting it, I'm hitting it, I'm hitting it, nothing's happening, nothing's happening. I'm like, what do I do? Well, yeah, that's the other thing. There's not, like, a life bar for these monsters, so you really, it's kind of based on tells they give as to, like, what's happening exactly. You can break parts on them, 
Um, a lot of the the things you get are based on what you break. Um, you know, when they limp off, that means they're ready for capture, and you can just capture them instead of killing them. Pokeball, go! Yeah, basically. Um, but, you know, I mean, there, I know there's a few other people in the community that have the game. I've played with Mexican Juice a lot. Um, mm, nice. And uh, so, you know, it's out there. Um, like, I would recommend that's just because I, I kind of fell in love with the series during the Wii version. And this is just a, like, a souped-up version of that game. Like, there's probably, like, four times as much content. Um but you know, I again like I I almost like recommend the 3DS version, even though it doesn't have online, just because it's cheaper, and um, a lot more people have 3DSs than we use. So, this but if you right have now. a 3DS version and you have a friend that has it, you can play with each other. Um, I think one of the features they have is that if you have a Wii U and then a couple of people with 3DSs, one person can play on the Wii U and the others can play on the 3DS. You can't go online, like if you have two people in your house, those two people can't go online and play with other people. How so it's that, not, it's not like, make sense. yeah, I know, it's not like, like uh, I, I think with Call of Duty, they let people do that, but um, they, they, you can't do that. I don't know. I think it's based just on the fact that the 3DS can't go online without help yeah. from the system. So, um, but besides that, uh, I've been playing some Poker Night 2. Oh, nice. I love that game. Um, I really like the new characters that they put in there. Um, It's funny, and you know, if you like poker, it's fun. Uh, And then I just recently downloaded Tank 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 because that was free. Oh, is it? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I think they just made it free this past week. Um, And the way that it works, it's like they obviously did that so they could go to like a paid thing where like if you pay, you get different things or whatever. So I think you can only play like three times a day or something. But I was like, it was free. That's enough. Plus, you get the points for Nintendo. Oh, well, there you go. I think it's screwed up. I don't think you were supposed to because it's free. (laughs) But you can go sign up on the, the thing and get like 700 points or something like that. So, I think you probably mean seventy. Okay, yes. seventy. <laughs> how much it was, but um, I was like, you know, that might not even matter because we don't live in Europe where they get the really awesome. That's true. We America things. does kind of get hosed. I think as far as like, uh, rewards. I think like in Europe now, if you pre-order the Donkey Kong game, you get a, a DK tie. What? Yeah, I'm pre-ordering. I, oh man, I think I just saw that on Nintendo News. Uh, but yeah, I'm looking forward to like a lot of the games that are coming out this week and like, I, you know, I would play some more games, but I, one game is taking up a lot of my time that I, that I actually do when I do have free time. So, um, and it's weird because it's like, uh, you know, I put that much time in the game, so I've definitely got, you know, bangs my buck. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like I'm talking like, you know, you know, minutes per dollar or whatever kind of. Mm-hmm. Play time, and I'm not. I'm not even finished with the game, and I've put that much time into it. So, um, you would compare that to probably like a Dragon Quest game or something, as far as how much time people put into that those kind of games. Yeah, but it's um, I don't know. I mean, you're not leveling in a way, so I don't know. I enjoy it. Um, uh, that's probably about it. What's well, an important game to talk about? You know, because 
the Wii U is kind of starving for. Se- it, you know what? It's selling more um, Wii U consoles that game than any other game out right oh, now. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, and I think that's it's really good. You know what's actually interesting? It's selling better um, in the United States than it is in Japan. I don't even know how that's interesting. possible. Um, because I wouldn't have guessed that. That's for sure. Yeah, it's weird. Um, and I think it's uh, it's also another reason that the Wii U is doing better right now in the U.S. than it is in Japan. Um, because I guess they've suddenly got more adaptations. They're like, oh, here's a game that's you know, I kind of want. So it's I'm gonna just go ahead and buy a Wii U. I know there's games coming out in the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, hopefully <laughs> there uh, better be. <laughs> <laughs> Where's yeah. uh, okay? Well, I've been playing several games here, as people here on Twitch.tv/slash Show Me Your News probably can see. Yeah. We've got our outline there. Uh, we start off with Okami Den, and that is the sequel to Okami. Which, that first came out in 2006, the original Okami. Um, that was on PS2, and they ported it to the Wii. Uh, Okami then came out, I believe, in 2011. And that was right around the same time, actually, that uh, Ace Attorney Investigations 2 was supposed to come out from Capcom. Or it came out in Japan. And because of the low sales uh, from Okami then, that is one of the main reasons that Capcom did not bring that Ace Attorney Investigations 2 game over to America. So, kind of bitter going into it for that reason, because I really enjoy the Ace Attorney franchise and still have no idea what that's about, because I'm hoping for localization so I can play it spoiler-free, etc., etc. Unfortunately, well, I shouldn't say that, Okami-den does a lot of things very similarly to Okami, which is very good. Uh, I really enjoyed Okami, so did Tony. Um, a lot of people I know who have played Okami you know, have the best things to say about it. Um, now, a couple Sminjas also do really enjoy Okami-den. I was not one of these people. Okami-den is for the DS. So when you take a game that is you know, for consoles, you know, PS2, Wii, and then the PS3 HD edition that Tony and I both played... And then you kind of dumb it down in a way to DS. Certain things are lost along the way. The controls are not as fluid. The combat I did not find to be as engaging. It was kind of stripped of certain elements. Your your control, you can only do so much with the control, although having a touchscreen was nice. The biggest thing I had with it is that for a sequel, I think a sequel should differentiate itself enough from its predecessor absolutely you know carry over things that you know make the game you know what it is i have no problem with that but the game story picked up nine months after the end of okami you had many of the same characters many of the exact same characters and it's fine that if you want to bring those characters back and yeah see how they're doing i don't think nine months is enough time for that to happen uh, you are Chibi Tarasu, uh, Amaterasu's mm. son, you know, little little wolf dog, um, very adorable, and you have a bigger uh, individual, still a little kid, you know, riding your back as your envoy, as it were. Um, it, it did carry over a lot of things from Okami, but I'm sitting here and I'm playing four hours of it, and I'm in Agata Forest, and I'm just like. 
what am I doing? If I want to play this game, this kind of game, I'll just play Okami. And I still have yet to see the cutscenes and all that. I, I dropped the game. I was also sitting there in Gamefly for a few weeks. Um, that was through finals time and all that. And you know, if you have Gamefly, you don't want to hold on to a game for too long. You start to lose your your money's worth, etc. Um, so I'll, I'll probably catch the cutscenes of Okami Den. But I really didn't like it because of how similar it was to Okami that it started to show the DS game's faults. Hmm. Um... I, then I played The Walking Dead, the Telltale game, and the, we won the Show Me Your News Game of the Year award last year, and after playing it, deservedly so. I did not vote for it last year because I didn't know of it, but obviously it won, and it, it did deserve to win. I think if I went back and voted, I probably would have voted it for Game of the Year. It's just that's that speaks to the inexperience of the voter uh, with you know the games you play. Um. For those that don't know, it is not based off of the TV show completely. It has more to do with the comic books, but it kind of becomes its own entity that Telltale develops. Mm -hmm. And the storytelling that it does is very based off of what you do. You'll have certain aspects, uh, you know, elements of the story that you'll come into this circumstance and you'll be asked something or you'll be prompted to do something. And you'll have the face buttons on the controller. I was playing with an Xbox 360 controller on PC. But I'm sure, you know, uh, you know, let- keyboard letters would do the same sort of thing. And each of those would have a response. Uh, and you have a little timer that shrinks based off of the time that the game developers have programmed in. So it's not like Mass Effect where you're just standing still and waiting until you make the decision. It's very dynamic in its storytelling. And there are different outcomes um, to your, your choices. Certain choices where you have to pick between one and the other, sometimes you will get an indefinite pause. Uh, but that's, you know, kind of make you think of, like, this is a really important choice. So that was that was really nice. Um, really depressing game. Kind of goes without saying with The Walking Dead, I know. But also very gory. Uh, they kind of do a little cel-shaded realism animation sort of thing. So it, it still seems real enough, but there's enough of the cel-shadedness to it that it's not, you know... Or Uncanny Valley or anything like that. Uh, but very good storytelling overall. It was very interesting to see how you were crafting your own experience. It's just a new way of you know, telling a story and integrating gameplay with it. And that fusion of story with gameplay. Uh, very, very enjoyable. But yeah, just dark as well. So dark. Uh, some <laughs> of the choices you have to make. Um, we were kind of comparing it to Heavy Rain a couple times and with some of the choices you had to make. Um, but, I mean, overall, you know, the plot of the story is, you know, you are Lee Everett, you have a checkered past, and you meet a girl named Clementine as you're trying to escape from these walkers or zombies. And then you have to meet up with others and survive, and you meet new people, you lose some people. And it's all about the journey. That's one of the things that, with the way this game ends, um, it kind of emphasizes that the story is all about the journey. It's not how the story ends, because you just have to you know, concentrate on what would you do? What do you think the choice should be made? Don't worry about a good or bad ending. And just enjoy the experience. That's probably one of the best ways to play it. Um Overall, though, I mean, I played it on PC. It was still a little buggy at times. 
I, you know, the, the console versions are apparently much worse in this regard. So if you can play it on PC, that would be what I'd recommend. Uh, but definitely do play it. Especially if you're one like me who is really interested in the narrative in games. And that is a prime example. And it won our Game of the Year award last year for a reason. A very, very good one. Um, so there was that. And I was thinking, like, I came off of playing To the Moon, Bioshock Infinite, Zero Escape, Virtue's Last Award, and then this. I've just been, like, on, you know, heavy, deep narratives. So hmm. um, then I kind of changed a little bit, you know, kind of shifted focus. And I'm like, well, if I'm talking about narratives, how about that Guinness Award winner for best ending in a video game? And that would be Call of Duty Black Ops. Uh, well, that was based <laughs> off of a poll question, I believe, and, you know, some Guinness supervision, uh, you know, a year or two ago. And what can I say about the game? The story was good from a Call of Duty perspective uh it did have some intricacy to it i don't i'm 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 torn i've been thinking this whole week like do i want to spoil it on what are you playing because like if people want to play this game they probably should have played it already but i don't know what do you guys think should i say what happens at the end of call of duty black ops yes yes are you but gonna say it, like what happens like after you think you beat it, or <laughs> because? Um... Okay, well, zombies <laughs> happened after you beat it, and I said, "No, that's dumb. Put it down." You already did zombies. I I knew that zombies existed, and I knew that it was with those individuals. But once they shoehorn you right into that after the campaign, I said, "No game. You were five and a half hours of a campaign. That's enough." Yeah, that's. Mm. Uh, I'm getting some, but Joel, you wanna you you so you played it then? Oh, well, I played some of it. I okay. like I and then like my friends told me about the ending and everything, and then and then I watched that you play some of it too. So right. okay, so if you really care about not knowing the ending to Call of Duty Black Ops, I guess skip the next two minutes. But here we go. I'll make it brief. Spoiler go. You are an individual named Alex Mason. You are being held under hostage um, by, you know, mysterious figures, mysterious voices. And you keep seeing these numbers in your head and hearing these numbers. Lost. Yeah, kind of like lost in a way. Um, And you are thrown in prison after you try to assassinate Fidel Castro with the team during the Bay of Pigs. But then it was a fake Castro. So you're in this Russian gulag. And an individual named Reznov, who apparently was a character in World at War, mm. which I didn't know about that because I'm like, I don't want to rehash World War II. Why do I want to play that? Um, so this Reznov guy is in there with you, and he breaks out with you. Well, then Reznov keeps appearing throughout these different missions and all that, and you're starting to question the mental stability of the characters. So you're kind of, you know, telling or you know, able to pick up that hmm, this Reznov guy either might be evil or he might not be real. And it turns out that he is not real. He died during the escape of the Russian gulag with you, but you've kind of had a dissociative disorder in that you either believe you are Reznov or that Reznov's there with you when he really isn't. So that all comes to a head that, you know, World War III is about to happen during the Cold War, all that stuff. Um, When you tried to kill Castro, these evil Russian people tried to program you to kill Kennedy. And so... 
at, at a certain point, like, you met Kennedy in person, but had this little flash of, like, what if you had a gun and you were going to kill him? It was very brief, but it was kind of telling in a, in a, a bit. Uh, but apparently when you were in this gulag, this Reznov guy changed that brainwashing so that you would try to kill these three Russian people who, you know, threw him in there in the first place. Um, and at the end of the game, you're at, you know, face-to-face with this head Russian bad guy, and you're like, you made me try to kill my president. And he said, did we? And so the end of the game ends with archive footage of John F. Kennedy uh, at in Dallas, Texas, which is where he was assassinated, and then it shows your character Alex Mason was in the crowd. Uh, so that's obviously what it implies, etc. You can kind of put it together. So the two big things were that this Reznov guy, even though he appears in different missions, he was you know, fabricated in your character's mind for most of the game, and that, you know, you had a hand, as the game implies, in killing Kennedy. Mm-hmm. You know, no Grassy Knoll, no Lee Harvey Oswald, all that stuff. Not the best ending ever mm-hmm. at all, period. It's good for a Call of Duty game. I mean, when you compare it to, oh, kill the, you know, Makarov, and oh, General Shepard, and, or Shepard Rex, Shepard. <laughs> compared to that... <laughs> That's a good ending. It is absolutely not the best ending ever, and no. shame on Guinness. I know, and it was kind of you know harped on that back then. You know, shame on Guinness. What the hell are they doing? But now that I have experience, I can now definitively definitively say that that is crap. Um, so then I continued in like, why not? I have another Call of Duty game. Let's play them in order. So I played Modern Warfare Three. I only played fifteen minutes of Modern Warfare Three, as you might see in the highlights where we put it on our YouTube channel, I got a disc read error when I was about to complete ah. the first level. And then I try to load it again and you know the first level. I don't even get like a minute into it. Something's up with my disc. It looks perfectly clean. Mm-hmm. It, the 360 plays other discs just fine. I don't know how this happened because Sword Hunter did play that campaign when it came out, you know, November 2011. Uh, but something happened and I couldn't complete it, so that was unfortunate. It's um, like, no, you can't know how this. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> We're not gonna let you. <laughs> um, so I'm I have Black Ops Two pretty high up on my GameFly queue, but we just got sent Metal Gear Rising, so oh. that'll be up next. Yeah, Video Game Guru says Zero Escape Virtue's Last Reward has a better ending. It has a better ending by tenfold. Holy balls! That is great. <laughs> Um, I went and then played Project M because I've been working and revitalizing this Sminja Hack Pack project that we had a couple summers ago. And that was, you know, back in the day, it was, you know, put textures on stages and characters and music for Brawl. Well, now we have Project M, which is definitively better. And, you know, Mm -hmm. I was talking with these guys before the show, went back and played Brawl after that because I hadn't played Brawl in months because of Project M. Holy crap. Brawl is terrible in comparison. This is from someone who appreciates Brawl more than Melee. Um, yeah, kudos again and again and again to the Project M guys. And they're keeping on working the game, and it's only going to get better. So this Sminja Hack Pack is something I've been working on for a while, testing it and you know trying new things and making sure things work. And I'm hoping to release a beta version to the community soon for extensive testing and to see... Because I can only do so much testing, and so when we get it into more hands, members of our community, uh, they'll be able to see flaws and maybe things that need to be changed before we start to do 
you know, brawl box editing and all these things to really customize it into our own. So that is the hope that it's you have Project M, but we'll add these files that you can integrate it with your uh, you know, Project M experience and to enhance it and kind of customize it for our Show Me Your News community. So that's something I've been working on a lot lately, especially today. And then the last game I've been playing, I picked up Banjo-Kazooie a couple days ago. And that was on my uh, gamer resolution list. I've had some, you know, really good help from people in chat. Uh, Rachel, Tony, I know Cyberlinks offered his help as well. So that's been enjoyable to play, you know, with their assistance. Um, you know, the first few worlds, I got a pretty good grasp on it. Um, I We've 100%ed, I, we, whatever, you know, with their help... 100% of the first three worlds, so Mumbo's Mountain, Treasure Trove Cove, and Clanker's Cavern. Um, I have... Well, I, Good on you I, for getting through Clanker's Cavern. That was awful. I, I did yeah. not like it. <laughs> because yeah. the swimming is kind of miserable. Oh, yeah. There's like another level like that later on, but I can't remember if it was Banjo-Kazooie or Banjo-Tooie. I'm, I'm going to guess I think it's, it's Tooie. I, I, I'm thinking it's Tooie. Yeah. Rusty Bucket Bay. Oh, that one might be in the first. I don't know. Mm. Um, yeah, I didn't get all of the honeycomb pieces, so I guess that didn't 100% that part. But when I say 100%, I mean, you know, the uh, the musical notes, the jiggies, and the jinjos. So first yeah. three levels there, 100% that way. Then I went on to Bubble Gloop Swamp, which Tony mm. was interested to hear how I was doing on that. But I mean, he's not here, so I can't tell him. Well, Tony... And anyone out there who cares, no I John's. no Johns. <laughs> I got all of the notes. I got all of the Jinjos, but eight of ten Jiggies in the swamp. And now I'm on Freeze Easy Peak, and that is frustrating because really? um, there are these snowmen who throw snowballs and they kind of snipe you. But you do get this power up where you kind of fly and then launch yourself as a missile. Yes, but that is not that accurate. I didn't no, have... not really. I'm and not so, very good at it either. So when I try to aim for these snowman's heads, I, I miss and then, oh, right into the cold water. <laughs> so that was as unfortunate. I've gotten a few of them. Like the Some of the jiggies, like the um, when you're at the crocodile and you're eating all the different plants in the swamp, that sucked for being three times. First the reds, now the yellows, now whatever the hell we have on the screen. And then also... The lights in Freeze Easy Peak sucked. Because now I, they're like, oh, become the star. And I'm flying through the star and nothing's happening. I, I just got frustrated. I, I put it down for the day. But decently far into it, um, you know, I'm enjoying it for what it's worth. Uh, I don't know if it's, holy crap, the best game I've ever played in my life. Jock! I've been waiting mm-hmm. to play this game for years! Um, Whoa, I don't know if it's I don't know if it's that Calm good, down. but I I enjoy it. I'm having fun, and I will continue to play it. And that is that is kind of an achievement, I guess, uh, in with my time that I have. That's really all I've been playing. I think you know Sorty's going to give Metal Gear Rising a go, and I'll I'll watch that because that's what only like a four or five hour campaign, something like that. And then what's next? I'm going to play something on portable. Maybe I'll finally get around to Assassin's Creed 3 Liberation on Vita. Maybe. Eh, we'll see. <laughs> well, we gotta get to mail time. And with these mm. mail time questions here. 
I do want to make a quick mention. Yes. That uh, I kind of became the demo man. <laughs> oh, really? In what oh, yeah. sense? I picked up a bunch of demos on the 3DS shop. Oh, that's kind of demo man. <laughs> I thought yeah. you meant like demolition. Uh, yes, I know. <laughs> that was a misdirection. Yes. <laughs> but uh, I just wanted to give a quick, a quick little run through. Uh, I picked up uh, Kingdom Hearts 3D Dream Drop Distance demo. Mm-hmm. Better than I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Kind of fun. Yeah. So I think I'll pick that game up. It's got a weird drop mechanic. That you have to go between two stories, but if you can get past that, it's enjoyable. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to really worry about that too much. I was having fun with the flow motion stuff. Yeah, oh, yeah. that is good. I was just going nuts. Uh, like I mentioned before, Monster Hunter Ultimate, or Monster Hunter 3 Ultimate, really turned me off for the game. Uh, so, don't play that demo. <laughs> <laughs> Buy the game instead, because it'll probably teach you how to play it better. There you go. Yeah. Uh, Sonic and All Stars Racing Transform demo. Uh, it has a couple of race, uh, two race tracks that both go into racing, driving, and, or racing in a car, plane, and boat. Mm-hmm. And one of them was kind of easy, and the other one's like a late game course, which was kind of amusing. But yeah. uh, it's a fair, it's fairly solid. Uh. From what I played, the courses were exactly the same from the console release. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's got all the same courses. I doubt it, but I don't know. Uh, but it's pretty solid. A little hard to... With It's a smaller screen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's going to be it's gonna be harder to see things when you're racing past them super quickly. So... Um, but it's still really solid. It's kind of like think- the same game. Do you think that's like probably still the best racing game for Wii U? Mm, yes. Yeah. Although Mario Kart Seven, I think a little bit outpaces All Stars yeah. Racing Transformed mm-hmm. by a little bit. It's definitely a method of tastes. Yeah, I mean it will be interesting once they get more racers. You know. Yeah. I'll yeah. probably I'll probably buy the game sometime. Mm-hmm. Uh, Harmonite. I'm oh awful. yeah. Oh really? I am. I am legitimately terrible at this game. I think I'm trying to press it at the beat, but like sometimes I've got it, but other times I'm like way off. <laughs> and once I got to the end of the demo against the boss, I could not get past it. I'll have to give like, that one a try. I'm, I enjoy rhythm games, and I think I like mm-hmm. that one. Yeah, the demo does have a Pokemon song in it. Too. Of course, it does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so like. It knows. It knows. There, there's a relation there, isn't there? It's Game yeah. Freak who yeah, that's yeah. what I thought. So, I, I was just surprised that I was surprised, but not too surprised that the Pokemon song did make it into the demo. <laughs> yeah, it's like I, I really was hoping that it would. And there's actually quite a few little courses in here, and they're neat little songs. But I can't tell you how many times I played the Pokemon level, <laughs> and I still couldn't gold star it. Oh, interesting. I'm just so bad. Uh, Adventure Time. I picked that one up because I finally watched the show. And the demo is actually fairly long. I think I lasted about 45 minutes into it. Wow. Yeah, just dicking around, looking around, and fighting monsters. It's very much an adventure of Link-styled game. And it ended when I finally got the sword. 
Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if he was dressed like him. (laughs) Yeah. No, uh, but you run through, you have punches and kicks and stuff like that. Uh, Your slide is broken as all all get out. (laughs) It does one damage, but you can keep doing it repeatedly. So as long as you time it, you can basically kill everything with it. And the one boss in the game, uh, he was beating the crap out of me. I'm like, ah, crap, how am I going to get it? I've only got like a half hour left. Slide. (laughs) Slide all day long. He doesn't have a low attack. So I'm just like, slide, 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 slide. I just bumped him against the edge of the map, and I just kept him there. I had him locked. And last but not least, Rayman Origins, the demo. Oh, nice. Yeah, I didn't like it. I had to play it again, though. It's definitely a game where you have to be more careful than fancy ghost style. Oh, yes. And that's generally not my style of play. Mm-hmm. So like I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do this, and honestly, the physics are really weird. It is. It takes some adjusting. Yeah, and that's the main thing. Is that it's just I just need to adjust better. Mm-hmm. They did come out with a new trailer for Rayman Legends, which was to the tune of Eye of the Tiger. Pretty great. Pretty great. <laughs> yeah. Excited for that. Although I still have to try the Legends Wii U uh, channel. It's, it's certainly an interesting cover of it. Yeah, right? It, it <laughs> is. It is. All right, let's get to mail time for reels. We just got a letter. 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 Wonder who it's from. These questions all come from Missing No. And so he has three questions here. We well, he had more, but we, we have three. Yeah. What is your favorite cookie? Mm. Mm. Nom 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 nom. Oh, I know. It's like I the know. monster. Uh, I'm gonna say white chocolate cranberry and macadamia nut. Mmm, that does sound good. Uh, I... a long time ago. In a galaxy that... far, far away. Space <laughs> <laughs> cookies. This was about four years ago. Um, I made some cookies from scratch. And I made them, they were chocolate cookies with a little bit of those Reese's Bites in them. And I had a little bit of, uh, I actually had some leftover, my mom had made some cookies with these Reese's brand chocolate chips in them. But she had some leftovers, so I threw them in there as well. And then I looked over, and while I was going through them, I was just like, I looked over and I'm like, there's a little bit of white chocolate there. So it was a chocolate cookie with Reese's peanut, peanut butter bites. The little, they're just right. little Reese's that you sometimes like kind of see in like moose tracks. Okay, okay, yeah. Uh, and it had white chocolate chips mm. and it had peanut butter or Reese's uh, chips in it. And then I actually. When I actually put them out, I put a little bit of, like, sometimes you'll see these kind of cookies. Little bits of, like, like a jelly drop on top. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, and you bake them, and that was fantastic. I don't remember what jelly I used. I think it was either raspberry or strawberry, but I'm pretty sure it's raspberry. Interesting. Yeah, that's my favorite cookie, because I kind of went all out. I'm just like, eh, let's try this, and let's try this, and let's try this. 
<laughs> a little bit of this, a little bit of that. <laughs> ah, if I had to answer with like Girl Scout cookie, it'd be tag alongs. <laughs> tag alongs. Way. The tag alongs like all day, every day. Thin mints <laughs> until second. I until I get big. Um, I I'm can't do big. I can't do thin mints. Really? No, I mm-hmm. don't like, I like mint really. I like to crumble them up and put them in my ice cream. Well, that does sound pretty good. Mm. Although, if I had to do a second for Girl Scout cookies, it would be um, shortbread. Shortbread. <laughs> because I do like me some shortbread. Um, but as far as cookie, there are a lot. I mean, could you do peanut butter? Chocolate chip's always a classic. Oh, yeah. um, Snickerdoodle is high up there. Snickerdoodles, yeah. yeah. Got enjoy like the Snickerdoodle. I'm going to be weird for saying this. My favorite cookie is oatmeal raisin. I'm a classic. It is a classic, but then people are like, "Raisins in your cookie? What is that about?" Hey, like, healthy, dude, I just told you, know. you like I put a jollop of raspberry jelly on my chocolate Reese white chocolate cookie, dude. There could be stranger combinations. You could have said like I threw a stick of celery on there. That would have been stranger. Raisins little, are nature's candy. Yeah. There you go. So uh, I, I like oatmeal raisins. I don't like them when I'm expecting a chocolate chip cookie, though. Like I'm gonna have a yeah. chip. What the <laughs> heck? <laughs> That's a good point. It's a good point. It's like I still enjoy the cookie. I was just kind of like, man, I, I was totally pumped for that chocolate chip cookie. The next question is, what is your favorite bad movie? Mm. Mine is The Room. I've <laughs> seen it maybe six times. It still doesn't get old. Uh, I don't know. This. No, Kung Pao is amazing. Kung uh, Pao is amazing. <laughs> uh, Return to House on Haunted Hill. Oh. I haven't heard of that one. Yeah, yeah. I know what he's uh, talking about. It is so bad. Every horror trope in the universe is in it. And they're trying to play it all straight. And I watched it with friends. And it was we were dying laughing. Because they're trying so hard. But it's just too funny. And everything tried to play. When you're trying to play something straight and it's just not working. Right. And you just try even harder. <laughs> you just want to give them a hug and go, look, dude, I'm sorry. It's okay. Sorry. It's okay. It's okay. You can stop. The pain, the pain can stop now. What about um, you, Joel? Mine, mine is... Mine's gotta be the Super Mario Brothers movie. <laughs> like, whoa, 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 I, whoa, whoa. That ain't bad, okay? Well, I, I mean, okay. I love that movie. It's like my guilty so pleasure much. movie. Like, because, you know, according to most every, you know, a lot of people, it's like, they just, it's a bad movie. Like, they just Look, say it's a bad movie and everything. So, I think I've gone been on the show saying this, but... As long as you take out that original cinematic at the start with the dinosaurs, like that cartoony thing, it's a solid movie. Well, yeah, I mean, I just thought by, like, bad movie, you just kind of meant, like, oh, what everybody assumes is a bad movie. Because, you know, according to a lot of people, it's just not a good representation of whatever. Oh, it's Even not. though I'm just like, okay, like, well, how, how did you expect them to do it anyways? But, mm-hmm. you know. That's the thing. It's kind of like, you know, I'm sure there's there's a lot of people that think Birdemic is a good movie. I don't even know like <laughs> who, but like, um, 
you know, I, like this. It, I consider this like a bad movie that I like, so <laughs> that's why I threw it in there. If I had to give another such movie, it would be Riccio, The Legend of Ricky. <laughs> give that one a watch if you want to watch a uh, a bad movie that you can have a good time with. Hmm. Yes, Riccio, The Legend of Ricky. Uh, the last question it's, it goes back to Smash a bit. You've been told that you can pick one character to be in the new Smash game. Who do you pick? Uh, can we go ahead and say that like all the other characters that were in Brawl make it? Sure. And let's yeah. say Melee too. So okay. Mewtwo, Roy, and all them are out as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I can go first. I'll say Professor Layton, and he, he is good with a sword. That moveset. He, he is good with a sword. He's, he's, there's possible move sets. That's um, gonna be awesome. Mostly because, and when I'm going through all these texture packs, there is a model texture for Professor Layton on Luigi. And I'll oh. tell you what, if that's not the most amazing thing to a Layton fan. To see Professor Layton doing hoo ha he hey hoo, <laughs> then then you know show me something better because do sounds so hey be you like, know Aha. you gotta yeah. think with Ace Attorney being in you know the Marvel versus mm-hmm. Capcom game that you know you gotta it'd be pretty sweet there's I think there's a chance yeah there's a chance if I had to pick one I would I would do terrible things to have Professor Layton in the next game. <laughs> So, if that would be the one character I'd pick, yes, Layton. Alright. Um, I'm gonna say uh, Ridley. Yeah. Just because I've kind of, I've kind of wanted him for a long time now, and I, I, I think uh, Metroid needs a little bit more representation. I think it's like it's Nintendo's fr- It's like it's the franchise they have that they, you know, it sells a lot of consoles. It sells mm-hmm. a lot of you know everything pretty much and then it just doesn't get the kind of support from them right that a lot of the other ones do i think and i think it i think it's kind of like underappreciated in a way mhm um but like it'd be nice to see another i know a lot of other people will say oh well there's there's probably some other characters that they think it would be easier to convert into a fighter yeah that would fit into that thing, but I don't know. I just kind of want him because I was like, ah, the other ones have the villains. It kind of makes mm-hmm. sense, you know. They can scale them down. So. I'm going to reference this hack pack again because I've put a lot of time into it. But the model that they have out right now to go over Charizard mm-hmm. for Ridley, so good. Mm-hmm. You're like, that, that's what I want. I want that. I, yeah, I mean, Charizard is probably a pretty probably would be pretty similar to what he he's going to be like. Yeah, I mean, they had to shrink Bowser down, so yeah. that's, you know, no big deal for them. I agree. Ridley's a good pick. <sighs> Let's see here. I've got three characters in mind, and one's... The two of them are troll. <laughs> kind of trolly. <laughs> uh, but the first one that comes to mind is... I'd really like to see a Paper Mario. Mm, yeah. With mm. his hammers and badged base attacks. He would be, he'd not be like not a... Not, not stickers. stickers. <laughs> no. Uh, 
But if I if I if I could really have one character, mm, Segata Sanjiro. Segata Sanjiro. And you know, just just having that victory theme. Segata Sanjiro. Segata Sanjiro. <laughs> Final Smash be saving the world from a <laughs> saving Sega Enterprises from a giant missile. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, then of course, obviously, you must have Pepsi Man. Mm. Of course. Mm-hmm. I uh, provided a link for you guys. I don't have the chat open at the time because I had to close everything in order mm. to get Skype to work today. Let me copy this over and bring it into the chat. This is this is Pepsi Man, apparently. Oh yeah. Mm. Actually, that's yes. that's actually his his theme song. Uh, this is Pepsi Man. Oh, you got to provide the right link for the people in the chat. There well, we no, the, the theme song have has him. Okay. This is not my YouTube recommendation. This is just me cheating. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> uh, okay. Ooh. So Pepsi Man, Segato Sanchiro, and and mm. but seriously, Paper Mario. Imagine seriously, Paper heaven. Mario. <laughs> Well, there you go. Thanks, Missing No, for the mail time questions. I mean, you can ask us mail time questions. We have a thread on our front page where we announce when we go live for this episode, or we can be reached on Twitter at What Are You Playing? So let's get to the YouTube recommendations and you know, wrap up the show here. Uh, I will start with mine, and <laughs> we figured out before the show that Joel and I were going to have the same one, so I apologize. <laughs> Hey, that just means it's a good video. It is a good video and that people should watch, although I, I did learn that those outside America might not get the ending. Oh, no. no. Um, but you should watch the video, Sexy Pool Party. <laughs> and I, I mean, come on, it's called Sexy Pool Party. Uh, it's by the YouTube channel Britan Nick. That so thumbnail. I'm, I mean, that's a pretty good <laughs> thumbnail right there. You definitely want to watch what happens at the sexy pool party and the magic that happens. Mm. Woof. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my that's my YouTube video. All right. Um all right, I guess I'll go. Um mine uh my new one is um Piece of Ship Cancelled by Waxination. Piece of Ship. Yeah, so it's it's called Piece of Ship Cancelled, and it's um, on the YouTube channel Waxination. So it's he not Ship My Pants? No. Um, he's he's behind a lot of the Gaston YouTube poops. Oh, okay. Um, and I gotta say, um, they he has this uh, kind of remix of the um, the you know the mob song in Beauty of the Beast. Yes, the remix in his video is probably one of the greatest things I've ever heard <laughs> in my life. Um, you've got a mixture of a lot of uh, different characters from different things being thrown into it. He's just very good at what he does, um, and. I mean, he even finds a way to, um, I mean, basically the way that the story's going in it is there's, um, uh, what is it? The, the king, um, oh, what's his name? From Zelda. Yes. Is trying to, uh, break Link out of jail and 
um, kind of just hilarity ensues from there. Okay. Um, hmm. But the I just that I mean it is worth it just for the remix of that song. Um, you know, if I don't know if there's any like Disney song lovers out there besides Zoba. <laughs> I do enjoy me Disney. <laughs> all right, so. all right. Um, but uh, you just you gotta you gotta watch that. It's okay. so great. Um, and Piece then of ship canceled. Okay. And then just a, a series recommendation: um, Professor Layton and the Malignant Growth series. Oh God! <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> God, I, I don't know why, but I love those so much. Oh God! Why do you not like them, Super? It's not that I don't like them; they're just so weird. And baseball. <laughs> it's like, time to play baseball, son. If, if the if the games were anything like that, <laughs> oh yeah, go have fun with those, everyone. <laughs> I, like, I don't think you can find them all on one channel, um, but I know that they're also on Newgrounds. So, um, and Newgrounds YouTube's doesn't want you here. stealing going to YouTube, so go to Newgrounds. Yeah, go to Newgrounds. Um, and, uh, and so that's very interesting. Um, you might watch one and just never want to see it again, but, uh, you know... Especially, I, just can't, if, I just can't believe I haven't heard of it. So if you, you yes, if you if you play the Professor Layton games, then you will understand some of the things that are going on during it. But um, there's it's still so messed up that even if you um, don't, um, there's some things to laugh at and some things to make you cover your face and say, "Oh my god!" No. Excellent. Uh, yeah, that's it. Super. What about you? I have something that I recently found because I kind of wanted to go. This is both a YouTube wreck and a series wreck. And almost everyone should have heard the series wreck before, but might as well go for it again. Uh, but this specific video is called comes... Game Grumps. <laughs> <laughs> now, no, this specific video is called uh, Doom Guy's Mind, Episode 7. Oh, yes. Mm. And is that Maximilian? I believe so. The man behind Freeman's mind. Um, maybe. Is it like Marvel vs. Capcom three stuff? Oh, no. No. Then what is it? Uh, it is uh the Freeman's mind series, which is what this this is my series wreck. It does it runs through Half Life one, but it does it through uh, a guy who's kind of talking in his mind about his mm. day. And I have not heard of that. That's interesting. He's an egotistical, basically sociopath, but at the same time, he's smart and he is trying to help and get away. He tries to help people sometimes, um, like he did, like Freeman does, but he just tries to get th- through the day without dying from aliens. Mm. Uh, but for he's had his uploads have gotten like one episode every six months, maybe. Mm. But for April on April first, he released a new video called "Doom Guy's Mind" episode seven. Just you know, really troll with it because there's no episodes one through six. Okay. But uh, viewer discretion is advised. Good to know. He says some <laughs> things. He says some things that are 
I had I've showed my friend. He had me stop the video so he could continue rolling on the floor laughing. <laughs> he fell out of his chair. <laughs> well, see, now you've set the bar really high. So, uh, and I don't think it's going to. I, I, I you're, you're gonna have a hard time. <laughs> Prepare the floor stand. for rolling. <laughs> yes. Clear the area. I will. Sure I will place a mat down. <laughs> grasp, grasp the sides of your chair so you don't <laughs> fall out. Because this is a great video. <laughs> Strap in, everyone. Uh, and it's definitely on the lines of what he does for Freeman's mind. He just kind of rants this one into overdrive, as in, like, this is how everyone tries to view the space marines. Hmm. Yes. He actually says that at one point. He says, it's like, this is why I'm a space marine. Oh, yes. But he is something special. Video game guru asks, "Is it on Machinima?" Yes. Mm-hmm, yeah, I think it is. I think yes, it works. is. That was his last video for Machinima, I believe. And then they never wanted him back again. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> They're uh, like, "Oh no!" <laughs> uh, actually, uh, they stopped his whatever with them because he's been having issues with them or something like that. But at the same time, he released that video because I think he still had like one more under contract or something. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Uh, there's a there's a reason before it. There's reasoning explanations, but that's the one. He says he hasn't uh, renegotiated a contract yet. So interesting. Well, good recommendations indeed. So, guys, what's next? What are you guys playing next? Uh, let's see. Well, nothing for the 3DS. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hopefully, uh, by next time, it will be Fire Emblem Awakening in hard, the hard mode. This time, I'm actually working on a lot of the support conversations this time, because mm-hmm. my first run didn't have that many. Okay. Uh, my second run has a lot more support conversations, and I'm going to be running through the DLCs. Uh, I, yeah, that's the worst thing about it. I spent like 30 bucks in DLC, and then it snaps like immediately oh, after. no. So I'm just like, well, that was thirty dollars once spent. I mean, uh, that's at actually least more, they that's... should be tied to your club Nintendo account, you know? Right. Yeah. Uh yeah, but it's just still like, I spent sixty dollars on my 3DS that day, and you know, get home, <laughs> and just that snap screen. I'm like, really? <sighs> Damn <laughs> strippers! <laughs> <laughs> at least strip club. At least strip. Club. At least, at least, yeah, yeah. that's true. At least um, you smell nice. <laughs> well, I'm thinking maybe like from Capcom to Capcom, like uh, I think what Mega Man Six is going to come in the Virtual Console, mm-hmm. and then uh, Super Ghouls and Ghost, um, and then also you know you know I'm sorry about the 3DS, but like you know, Donkey Kong Country Returns, and then um, and then the Oracle Ghouls, yeah. games, yeah, and then um, actually I'll, I'll I'll have my 3DS back by then, so. Mario and Donkey Kong Minis on the Move will be out for download, and uh, yeah, so there's lots of downloadable thingies coming. Thingies. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm going to be getting Bioshock Infinite, uh, renting it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so at least there's that. Mm-hmm. I should probably consider a Gamefly account by this point, but... I think you'll like it, especially if you like you know, the harder games, because that 1999 mode is pretty grueling if you ever wanted yeah. to really crank it up uh f- probably not i'm gonna run through it i mean if i really enjoy the game then yeah i'll probably pick it up and buy it is there any sort of multiplayer aspect to it no good 
the season pass that is like three DLCs or something like that is supposedly all single player content. Which will be interesting to see how they do. And then especially they came across some LinkedIn account or something like that where someone was talking about a new partner AI character for Bioshock Infinite. But but, but Elizabeth. (laughs) So we still have yet to hear details on that. But yeah, no multiplayer and all single player DLC when that happens. Okay, well, like I said, I'll rent it, beat it, and, you know give my report on it next time. Hopefully, I'll get to Gears of War Judgment as well. I look forward to it. Yeah, because I do want to play those games. I gotta finish Banjo-Kazooie, and then I think it's about time to get to Borderlands 2. Finally! Let me know. (laughs) Well, I was gonna be playing it on PC. Because I have the season pass on PC. Sorry. Yeah, I still need to start that, too. Yeah. We need to finish General Knox, good sir. I think we do. That's true. And that's my favorite DLC of all the Borderlands. Of so all the DLCs. Of all <laughs> of DLCs between what for the first game and the second game, General Knox by far. It's a, it's a good goodie. All right. Well, that's going to wrap it up for What Are You Playing? We look forward to another month of productive video gaming. With that, I am Yoko. I am Super. And I'm Joel. And we're out. See ya. Mm-hmm.